Today's guest, Joe Guerra, talks about an epiphany he had after successfully smuggling drugs into prison. Oh, and he also talks about how he got stabbed in the ear once. (laughs) Fair warning, strong, explicit language follows. Probably not one for the kids. Joe is one of the most dynamic and interesting and entertaining people I have ever met, and I really think you'll thoroughly enjoy this episode. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the do zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. Until you value yourself, you won't value your time. Until you value your time, you will not do anything with it. M. Scott Peck. Do Zone Tribe, Josh Thomas. If you haven't already, check out the dozone.com for productivity tips, accountability, and overall just a great bunch of human beings looking to get more stuff done. Once again, that's the dozone.com. Today's guest, uh, I think you're really going to love this guy. This is Joe Guerra, uh, one of my uh, close personal friends. And uh, I was first introduced to him a few months back at a mastermind event. And I'm like, who is this guy in the corner who is just laughing and loving life? I mean, like I'm sitting there looking at him. He's, He's like chowing down on some chicken wings and they're flying all over the place and he's laughing and like loving life. And then I get in and I start to hear his story and I hear where he came from and I hear where he went and I hear where he is now. And it's just one of the most inspirational stories that I've ever seen or heard. And I don't want to ruin it. I want to let him tell that story. Joe, say hello to the do zone tribe and tell me something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of? Good question, man. Like, like the key to get stuff done for me, honestly, bro, is to just stop thinking about it and just take action. Like, and what I mean by that, bro, because I've been sitting there in the bed before and just be thinking and thinking, knowing what I got to do, knowing what needs to get done. And honestly, man, I used to think that I had to fill myself into to, to take an action and I've learned you got to take action and, and by taking that action you're you're putting feeling like you're changing your feeling like does that make sense like you're instead of being like you know uh oh I want to get you know wait till I get motivated to do something taking that action is putting yourself into that motivational vibe mm. and so like that's where that's where I've learned like Notice when I finally do stuff, it's like, then I'm just go, go, go. And it's like, all of a sudden I look out like, dang, I just dig this damn ditch set. Like a big old hole got some stuff done. And like, what, what happened? But it's because I just took that action. And sometimes, you know, we get caught up in, in the mix. Like where, you know, for me, it's like, I'll, I'll get to overthink it. Cause yeah, I'll do action, action. Then I'll, I'll peak. And then when I finally look up, then I started overthinking because now, like, instead of just enjoying it, I'm all like, oh, shit, now I got to do this. Now I got to do this. Oh, man, what if they don't think this? What if this? And then and, and then I'm, I got to go shut up and just do what you know what you can do right just now. Don't do that. Because it's like, 
what are you doing waiting for? But it's, it's the truth. And like you said, like my past, you know, I've, I've been incarcerated and I did like some real hard time. Like we did, I was in a friend row like Max, like the penitentiary, they call it the USP. There's like the, the, the camp, the low, the medium, the USP, and then there's ADX. And that's where like Jeffrey Dahmer goes and shit. You know what I mean? I, I did five years at the USP and even there, you know, my kids still need to eat. You know, my family still got to pay bills. And I'm like, I can't just sit there and I like wait for fucking seven years to go. So, oh, when I come back then, it was like, dude, I got to do something right now. And like, that's where the taking action, even if it was just reading a book, like that was taking action, writing something, a goal down, that was taking action. I remember like sitting there and writing my logo, my first company, you know, it was one local multimedia. And I just wrote the shit down. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to write this down, but I can write this down right now. And then by that, it literally, that action, it made me take another action to where it led me to like, now I'm taking a class about business and then I'm all in prison. Man, I'm over here, you know, hustling in there and stuff. So it was just, it's just going. Because now I'm learning something when I'm reading. And then that makes me want to go do something else and it makes something do else. And just by taking that one action, like just first, it, it, it's it's the catalyst of like something great you just gotta be and words of wisdom so you're you're sitting there in prison and most people around you are probably standing still and uh, they're not doing anything because they're like well I'll, I'll just wait i'll wait till i get out i'll wait till i'm ready i'll wait till the right time and, and you're saying like hey man there ain't no right time you got to get moving now because if you get moving now then that's going to keep you moving to the next thing and the next thing Yes, dude. Basically that, man. And even if it's you sitting there and just imagine what yourself wants to be, like even that's taking action. Yeah. Like that right there, like that's what a lot of people miss. Because, you know, when I'm not taking action and I'm and I'm trying to think, it's when I'm just thinking of all the bullshit, all the past, all the, the future where it's just like there's nothing like that brings anxiety. You think of the past, it makes like that's why you got to be in the moment now and just like, all right. At least right now, I'm going to think of myself being the highest self of who I am right now. Because that's way better than me, at least, trying to think, you know, how am I going to do this when I get out? Or, oh, man, I should have never did this in the past because then that, that's what got me here. It's it's funny you bring that up. I was I was sitting down with my good friend Abe Chamali uh, yesterday, and he, he shared a quote with me uh, that his therapist gave him. He was going through a divorce, and things were pretty bad. And, and he was thinking back like on, on all the bad decisions that he had made, like, ah, man, why did I do that? You know, that that's what got me here. And now he's thinking, oh, man, my life's going to be ruined moving forward. And, you know, I don't know how to deal with this outside of my marriage and all this stuff. And and his therapist said to him basically what you just said, but more succinctly, he said, listen, if you've got one foot in the past and you've got one foot in the future and you're worried about those things, you are literally shitting on the present. And, and that's what you just said, because if I, I can't be worried about what's going to happen. Now, I can't be worried about what I just did. I got to worry about what's in front of me right now because my kids got to eat. And that's what it comes down to, bro. And, and then that's the challenge. Because once you get that, then you level up and then you get content. And then it's like you start all over, bro. Well, I'm starting to think like, you know, all the things that I have, it's like going back to that past, to that future, instead of being staying in the present. That's the funny part. And it's just always level. I just see like a stop ticket. Just 
You know what I mean? No matter if it goes down, it's still going up. It's just going. So, so talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, you don't have to dig into, uh, you know, too many details of, of your past, but, uh, you know, going, going to, you know, maximum security prison and, you know, kind of, first of all, getting there like not everybody ends up in prison. Uh, you got to make some very strategic decisions, uh, to have that be part of your life. And so <laughs> maybe, maybe talk to me a little bit about, you know, how, how do you end up there? How do you, how do you navigate through it? And, and how do you get yourself like, that is probably the biggest disadvantage that anybody can have, uh, in this modern society is, is that track record of the past because you're going to have to overcome that almost everywhere you go. So maybe talk to us a little bit about like what happened, man. Well, for me, it was like, like one, like just going through everything I've been through, uh, like I've always found out in the end, it's always just been God. Like literally when it got down to the shit, like, Oh fuck, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do no more. What do you want me to do? And then literally like that law of attraction kicks in. The right people start talking to you. You you end up being in the right cell with the right person when you're starting in one part of your time, and then you're like at another part where it's about to kick off. And because you had that conversation with that guy, they have to know this other guy, and then there's a peaceful thing. Like that's that right there is one right. And and like for me, how I got there, you know, my my case was a a, a big conspiracy for meth, right? And I went in at at 26. Dude, I thought I fucking knew it all, man. Like, oh, I've done all this, I've done this. And, bro, that shit humbled the fuck out of me because what it did, though, I remember it was November before I got busted, which is I got busted in on January, right? And uh, um, and I remember sitting there at a, in a room and, and, you know, a bunch of people that I was, you know, doing business with, so-called homies and shit. And, uh, uh, and I had it, like, made. Literally what, what I was just saying. And I was all like, God, I'm not going to fucking change because, you know what, this is too easy. But, like, I want to change. So you got to give me some crazy shit for me to change. You know what? Literally, that was November, January. I get busted. Uh, uh, September, I went to prison. Mm. Seven years. Yeah, right. He came through for you on that. So it sounds like, and, and, and there's a lot of lessons to learn from that because uh, a lot of us get stuck. We're complacent. Now, you were doing something that you didn't necessarily enjoy or want to do but it was creating the lifestyle you wanted. It was good money, even though it was highly illegal and very dangerous. And you weren't yeah. dealing with like the best people in the world, but exactly. it was, it was hard to walk away from because the money and the power and the status was addictive and you yeah. wanted to change, but it was just, man, sometimes we just can't. And the only way that we can is when somebody comes and pops you on the nose. And that sounds like what happened. And that's exactly what happened, man. And, and like, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Because that's exactly what I asked for. That's what I prayed for. And now, bro, dude, it's it's a whole game changer. Sometimes I gotta like, all right, God, am I you really putting this inside me like to really go for this? But we're but we have you know this vision of doing you know for for you know to to help to bring value like to change the world type stuff. Mm-hmm. And 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 that right there is like it's like yeah because look what he put me through to to, to do this. Yeah. Because all those times were. It was literally just me and a 24-7. There's nobody around me, especially, which was so funny when I got into a, a, a knife fight and ended up getting stuck like uh, six times, twice back here, twice back here. And then 
like uh no two four and like so for those of you that can't see joe's joe got it was in the it was in the yeah. lower back shoulder shoulder and then uh, uh mid back there were just like flesh wounds nothing like you know nothing yeah. that went deep it was just one that went in the freaking ear though that was what was wild because mm. apparently it went perfectly in the ear and then just barely tapped the eardrum and, and, and then like like hit it the point of it hit it and then the guy he pulled back because he's seen the blood and he got scared i could see it in his face and i was all on the drill and i just pushed him off because i'm the one that started the damn fight and that was yeah. really, so like i'm sitting here where my ear is just literally that's why i probably talked loud as fuck but <laughs> that's why i'm sitting here this loud ass noise is in my ear because I guess it's just, you know, the eardrum is just, it's just making this loud noise. And I'm ah, like going nuts, bro. And then finally, like, it was literally like, I just finally looked to God, bro. I seen this fucking Bible right there. And I'm like, man, I just opened this bitch up. Like, what do you want me to do, dog? Because shit. <laughs> no, what? And then literally from that point on, from doing my time, that's what like kick started to like, I'm, I'm tired of being acting like anything now. I'm just going to be who I want to be. And I was really into reading like philosophy books. I didn't give a shit about really nothing. What was going on on the yard. I was just ready to just do my time, get my money. And then that's it. And, 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 and then when it got that, I didn't even want to care. I didn't even care about the money anymore. Cause I was like, dude, I'm just going to just focus on how to fix my mindset. So when I get in this world, I'm going to at least know how to move, you know, move on because I'm not, I'm done going to selling dope and shit. Yeah. Like, screw that. That's, what are you in here? No, no. What are you in? Ain't nobody get away with this shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's probably time for a new career move. And so <laughs> I remember we were sitting and talking one time and you told me, uh, I mean, you, you learned a lot about entrepreneurship in prison and and one of one of your biggest role models is you actually you actually had a mentor yeah. in prison tell me about him and and what kind of influence and impact that did he have on what 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 was the big lesson that he was able to teach you man i had two mentors there and it was wild because the first one was when i literally first got to the compound and then that was i lived with him for two years straight and then the second one was uh uh the last two years of my time I, I lived with him for two years straight, and both of these guys were, well, there are some, some boss level, like John Gotti time. You can look them up and stuff, and you'll see all their stuff. It's public record, you know what I mean? And uh, uh, the first one, man, he he really was one of those guys that he put that damn mirror in my face. Like, I'm talking about, he'll be like, no, motherfucker, it's not because of this, it's not because of that, it's what the fuck is in front of you? It's you, motherfucker. Like, that's why you're fucked up. Because you're a piece of shit. You need to fucking realize that stuff. And I was all like, what the heck? And and for me, on that end, what, as far as, like, for the entrepreneurship, there's a moment, man, we had scored on some stuff, right? You know, had got some contraband in, you know. And it was a nice, pretty lick, you know, you know, for in their, in their sta in, in, in standards in there, you know. and uh, uh, I remember this guy, like, nobody can stop me, man. He goes, nobody can stop me. They can put me in here. I'm still going to make moves. So there's no fucking excuse, dude. He goes, he goes, and like, this dude's for real. Because, like, look what he just got. Like, literally, we were just imagine, like, talking about it. How are we going to get it in? Oh, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. All right, where are we going to get it from? How are we going to do that? This and this. And then, 
literally now it's right here in our freaking hands that there's a wall around us, bro. And and, and I was all like, what the heck? And then uh, and and then what took it into to more for me was there was a little guy that like little Mexican dude, man, uh, little lifer, man, a little paisa, right? And this dude, he liked to cook and he liked to like sew. And when it came to like as far as that entrepreneur, man, this dude literally showed me that he took trash like nacho chip bags, will cut them up and wove them together and make lowrider trucks and sell them for 150 bucks to 500 dollars. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, man, there's no excuse in this place not to make money. Like, there's like so many ways just in there. Like, all right, bro, why are you broke? Cause there's a lot of ways to make money right now, dude. Mm. It's just like pick your pick your poison. What do you want to fuck with? You know what I'm saying? And just run with it. Awesome. And so uh, I've I've heard I've heard it said many times that prison just teaches you how to be a better criminal. But in this case, it sounds like it taught you how to be a better business person. It did, man. Because like in there, bro, your house like straight up. Yeah. And where I was at, dude. You was getting your ass stabbed and killed if you were going against that word. And so, like, that's 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 real shit on the on like life on the line. So I'm like, when I'm telling you I'm gonna come through for you, I'm coming through for you. Right. Regardless of what the hell happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's what makes me move now. Like, all right, this is what it is. This is how it's gonna be. And yes, there's gonna be this percentage of some shit's gonna fuck off. And I'm gonna let you know that too. Yeah. There's no surprises. So and, in and, in a way, prison prison taught you how to how to maintain your word and have integrity. Yeah, bro, dude, that's what I learned about the word integrity. I never knew what the hell integrity meant back then. There's, there, I had in this in in the in the in the restrooms were like it was like open for everybody in the dorm to use. Hmm. So it was one of the sinks that I used, and I, I left some blood in it, and that's a big no no, bro. You got to clean that shit off. They got you know chemicals to use, but if you do bleed, clean your shit. And this guy, like, seemed to sing, like, who the fuck left this blood? Oh, man, you don't already know what time. Like, they took that shit serious, you know, because there's AIDS and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, fucking, I look up, and I'm like, oh, man, that's me, bro. I was using that. My bad, dude. And he looked at me, he's like, bro, you got some integrity. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? He goes, ah, players fuck up, too. You know, like, no shit, yeah. And that's one of our core values, like, for myself and for my business, you know? That's a great way to learn integrity by forgetting to clean blood out of the sink in prison. That's <laughs> awful. You said it, man. So you learned all of these amazing life lessons. And, and I have to tell you, uh, most, most people who end up in that situation in their life are going to look at this as, you know, obviously it's punishment. And obviously it, it can be degrading on you as a human and it can really destroy people. You know, like me personally, I've never been to prison, but I'm trying to think if I were to go to prison, I don't know if I would be capable of having the strength that you had and showed and just saying, hey, man, I'm going to figure this out, you know, because I would be just completely uh, devastated. And I would go figure other, it out. I mean, I figure it out. You think? We all got it inside us, bro. That's the thing, because I've seen all shapes and sizes in there and everybody figured it out. And everybody was rocking and rolling. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had they had their shit, they had their vices, they had their demons, but like they was in everybody was doing time and it didn't matter what how tall you were, what your background was. When you're in there, bro, you're that that's it. So it doesn't matter what all the stuff and this and that. 
So long as you're carrying yourself who you are all the time, like, right? Good. What do you got? What do you got to worry? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, man, as you, uh, as you get released, you have all of this new insights, new perspective. You've learned a lot about the world by being on the inside. What do you, what do you do from there? How does it, how do you take that and apply it and, and turn it into this life that you've created? And that right there is kind of like, I mean, I guess it's maybe the motivation because like anytime I, 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 I try to feel sorry for myself and like, cause I'm fucking up, you know, or because, you know, things could be better type things, you know what I mean? And I, I really look like, dude, this is my worst time now is like literally the, could beat the best time back when I was doing time, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the times when my family got to see me and I got to they all visit and I finally get to hug my 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 youngest daughter, dude. It, it's, it was like 18 months before I got to like actually like see her and hold her and touch her. Mm -hmm. And she was just born. And so I was like, hey, so like, that's where I was like, dude, God really like, he's he like, all right, you want, you, want, you want to change? And so I'm like, boom. And then what's so funny is I look, and really look up, like, what have I really lost, dude? I, I still have everything that, like, really, what I consider makes me. Like, my family, my family of choice, like, the people around me, like, that's what really makes me. And I see that, oh, dang, what am I acting like I'm missing stuff? Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, well said. And so, and so when you, when you get out, what do you, what do you, what do you do? How do you, how do you turn it around? You're, you're, you're free. You can see your family anytime you want. You can do whatever you want with your life outside of, you know, checking in with your parole officer or whatever you had to do. But uh, how do you how do you take all this and turn it into a career as an entrepreneur? Man, it's constantly feeding the mindset first because that's that's where it starts for me. Like just the words in my head when I'm saying every morning, and 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 like I gotta I gotta keep it consistent. Because, you know, eventually this shit's going to pop and I'm finally just going to take action. You know what I mean? That, that's what I know by just what I've learned. Like, keep feeding it, keep feeding it, keep feeding it. Yeah, you're going through this. You know, you've already been through way worse. Come on. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, you fucked up all yesterday. You didn't do shit. Who cares? You're up today. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, like it's like, it's, it's, it's that really, bro. Like, I have to, like, really stay consistent in my head on, like, Let's go, bro. Like, come on. Like, what are you waiting for? And and like, where I I I, I where I'm really like for me, it's like, wow, dude. What? Why though? Why is it let's go? You know what I mean? Like, why? Am I, why are we letting? Why we got to let's go? And and I start really thinking and stuff, and it goes back from where I see that elite version of myself. It goes to where you know I do really trust in God because you know by you seeing that elite version of yourself, God's going to place these opportunities and these things and these trials and tribulations in front of you so that you can go through it and become that. And if you, what, what, what is your, for me, it was like, what is your why? And I'm like, dude, I really want to show my children that no matter what the heck you go through, when you make the choice to actually, you know, do something, it's going to get done and you just got to go with it. And, and that's my why. And, and, and so like, for that, why do I want that? Shit, dude. Because I see it's, it hurts me seeing people thinking they're trapped mm. and it's just in their head. 
And it's like, well, fuck, man. I got to show these motherfuckers that it's all in your head. You know, if you see me, see you doing some good shit. Because when I see you doing some good shit, I'm seeing me. Because I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, dude, look, Josh is doing this. If he can do this, I know I can do it. And all I got to do is ask this motherfucker. That's even more better. Okay. And, so you, and, so you need you need to be the most elite version of yourself, so that you can show somebody else that they can do that too. Like yeah. it, it, there's, we're all born with the same, you know, and unless there's some kind of physical, you know, disability, we're all born with the same capabilities as the next person. We're all born with the same brain, the same arms, the same head. Uh, and if if you're thinking you can't, well, then you just haven't seen somebody who can. And maybe you haven't seen somebody who can that probably shouldn't have been able to like yourself, you know, you coming, coming out of the prison system. And, and I know a little bit about your background and, and how you, how you ended up in that career to begin with, uh, you know, the odds were already stacked against you when you were born yeah. and, and to see where you are now. And, and I want to hear more about that in a minute, but to see where you are now, where you've been able to climb, is a testament to what's possible. And what, is, what I'm hearing from you is you're doing that so that you can show everybody else, hey man, if I can do this, you can definitely do it. You just gotta ask the right questions and you gotta, you gotta get up and do the work. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it, basically. <laughs> well, let's dig, in, let's dig into that a little bit. I wanna, I wanna crack open your skull there, not with a knife, virtually, and uh, yeah. let's get into our do zone diagnostic. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Awesome. So first question, Joe, what is one thing that you do that keeps you focused on your goals? One thing that I do that keeps me focused and write, yeah. write, like really, like I, I, I've really like writing my journal. That's, that helps out so much. It like puts everything like brain dump in it. Yeah. Just keep it organized. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so the follow-up question to that is, how do you get back on track when you when you lose that focus? Man, dude, that's exactly what I was asking myself in the shower right now before we came to this meeting. How come you haven't written, bro? And I guess to answer that is really that, bro. Like, like, like if you, like if you, like you're gonna have flashes of of of, of the thought. You know what I mean? Because it's you know you're supposed to. I'm supposed to write. Like this is this is the stuff that's gonna come. I already knew I was supposed to write yesterday. I knew I was supposed to write the day before. I knew. I just kept ignoring it. And then finally, I stopped ignoring it today when I was taking that shower. And I, "Ah, why aren't you writing, bro? Because you already see just between this week, the difference between that and then when you were consistent the last month writing. And Getting back to the fundamentals. Back to the fundamentals. Getting back to the basics, dude. Just basically doing the thing that you know you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, why? Costa, you know, that's probably, that's, that's a good question, but we probably are going to need the rest of the day and a therapist. Yeah, so, so next question, Joe, who is your support group and, and how do they keep you accountable? And my support group is, is freaking apex, man. Like, and the way they keep accountable, they, they just call my bullshit. Mm. And, and, I, and I love that they fucking know when I'm bullshitting. That's the part I love. Cause they they've been through they know how to bullshit you know what I mean I understand that hey motherfucker this is what's going on you need to stop doing this literally like that first mentor that would put that fear in my face and that's what I love about Apex because we call each other's bullshit out hmm. 
and I love it, dude. Like literally everybody that 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 I was with last night literally was just a refresher, a reminder of that. And I was like, wow, dude. And I was like, ha, ah, yes, yes. I gotta, I gotta lean more into this now. You know? Yeah. And 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 that's what's up. That 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 that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well said. Uh, so next question, kind of a more of a practical thing as, as you're getting into, uh, into your career and, uh, where do you draw the line on what you do and what you delegate, for instance? I've, I've, I've actually just learned, learning to do this, to, to delegate and then to keep doing what I'm doing. And man, it's, it's a trust factor that you got to have with the person that you're delegating to. And, and I mean, I guess it makes sense because like, for me, like, like I've chose, you know, who my cellies were going to be because for a reason, dude, like, you know, we're going to be in these churches together, dude. I got to trust you that, you know, if shit starts popping off in this, well, I'm taking a damn shower. You're going to come out there and bring your shit and give you know, come help me when I'm having your shit because that happens, you know what I mean? And, 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 and so like, you know, you got to build trust with who you're going to delegate, I guess, because like now that I, that now that I am delegating it's because I trust these people that will do the fulfillment, like how I want to do it. And so like, I'm, so now I'm, you know, able to do that more, but like, it's still in the back of my head. Like, man, I want to go in and just do it myself. Like what's taking these guys so long, but they're not taking long, you know, they got life too. And then in the end, the project's done right. And then, and then for me, like, I like that. I do like that. I'm able to delegate. Sometimes I just trip out because it's like, oh shit, now I got this extra time. Like, what should I be doing? And then it's starting to sink in. Like, well, do what you love to do. And literally, I'm able to just build the machine more on what we're on our projects. And it's just that's I don't know. It's it's a lifestyle, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. And 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 last question, Joe. What what is what is the number one pro tip you would give to somebody? That's just looking to get more stuff done in less time. And just remember, dude, you always have the choice to do that. It's your choice. It's, it's nobody else's. It's just on you. And sometimes, you know, we don't want to take that that weight on our shoulders because, you know, we want we want a fall guy. You know, we want somebody to blame at times. But honestly, it's all on you. And once you really know that, there's nothing going to stop you because it's just – Yes, I can instead of no, I can't. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about uh, what what business did you start uh, and and how did that turn into what you're doing now? Because I know I know you're doing a lot with crypto now, but that's not where you started. So so take us through the journey of, of, of what you started doing and, and, and all the way into what the uh, the crypto kingpins, if you will. Already. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. Like what really started was. Uh, um, I was uh, in the service industry. I was like, you know, just like kind of bar backing and stuff when I got out. And uh, there's this one place that was pretty, pretty cool place, right? Uh, Chimneys in, uh, in Fort Worth. And uh, this is when Snapchat just like was popping, you know, like, like about what, three, four, four or five years ago, maybe. And so like, uh, I'm literally sitting in my living room and I'm watching YouTube. And how to make a Snapchat filter. How easy it was. And I was all like, hey, let me go to Chimney's and see if I can get their logo and then make a Snapchat filter. So I do it, right? And uh, I, 
I put it on there and like, dude, the, like in, in one night we had like 20,000 views of our Snapchat culture that was, you know, it was used. It was like used like 5,000 times and saw 20,000 times. And so we're like, I was like, what the heck? So I literally went from there to every bar in that area telling them, Hey, a hundred dollars a day, I can do your, uh, Snapchat filter in this area. So they're like, bet, can you put it in our, or at the other club over there where them guys are like, yeah, dude, they'll see, they'll see your stuff all day if they're on Snapchat. So they loved it. And then, so now I like, I got, I got to do a little, you know, a few accounts and I'm like, oh, heck yeah. And then what really popped up was like how to do Facebook ads. And that's where it really went going. Cause then I see this video. Cause I'm like, oh man, what is Facebook ads? And found out, you know, about leads and funnels and how this works. And I was like, what? Literally making commercials? I was like, because that always was an interest to me. I used to sit there and watch people because I was a bookie inside, right? So, like, there's, like, six TVs. There's the black TV, the white TV, the Mexican TV, the sports TV, the movie TV. You know what I mean? And I would see these guys, and they were, like, literally sitting in front of this box all day, 24-7. I'm looking at the commercials from each one. I'm like, man, I wonder if these guys, you know, these commercials work like i wonder like you know because i see some the super bowl was what really got me i was like i used to love the the, the commercials for the super bowl I'm like ah oh, these are so creative so funny it takes people out of here so i love that and uh, uh then when i found out like that's kind of all that was and and that you can actually make money like people are going to make money with the leads that you bring them out because like, i i just want to help i want to help people make money like i don't know what it is that's what it is for me so I was like, here it is right here. Here's the perfect opportunity. And I started learning what a funnel was and I freaking joined uh, phone sites. And literally when I was like flat broke too, I was talking about I created an account to learn how to do funnels and then uh, uh, got a new email to create another 14 day uh, free trial to build my first funnel to go <laughs> pitch to a dealership and tell them I know how to do Facebook ads because uh, that was the missing piece. And literally closed the deal like that and started started on my journey like doing Facebook ads. Man. That, dealers, that dealership, we got 6,000 leads in, in five months. Man, that's amazing. You just, you had to, you had to basically do a couple of free trials broke so that you could put something together and go and close the deal. And that deal is, is really the catalyst of what is what shot you forward, man. That's now that's some action taken, dude. It's like, I ain't got no, you ain't, if, if you're out there like, Oh man, I'm, I don't have any opportunities. I'm broke. Like, shut up. You know, like here's an ex con, like basically cheating the system with 14 day free trials to start a business. <laughs> It'd be funny. Cause it's like, why am I doing this day three? You know what I mean? Shut yeah. the fuck up. You go shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> Nice. And so obviously you kept growing from there and you were successful. You brought in a bunch of leads for this business. You grew it up. Talk to me a little bit about how you got into crypto and what you're doing with that now. Yeah, dude. So like uh, crypto, like when I learned about what it really was, like as far as like with a blockchain and all that stuff, it blew my mind because um, like, like that's your, that's their own currency. Like blockchain and crypto is your own money. And, and, and what it made so much sense to me was because when I was incarcerated, there was this time where a guy tried to bring a hundred dollar bill to me and like to buy some stuff. Right. And he's like, dude, I got this hundred dollar bill, man. What can I get for it? I'm like, nothing. He's like, what do you mean nothing? Like, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars worth of stamps and you can get whatever the hell you want. And, and 
it blew my mind because like, oh, it doesn't mean nothing to me, but those stats was where the value was at because the community accepted that as the currency. And so like when I learned about this on crypto, I was oh snap. I go, all this is because I figured out like it's a narrative community. Dude, we have the greatest community. Dude, we create our own blockchain with our own currency and we only accept that. That value drives up. Boom. And that's where that's where it hit. And then as far as like, you know, the NFTs and stuff, like it was it was a no-brainer, bro. That's the new funnels. That's the new marketing. This is marketing 3.0 now. Now I can actually play a game, earn money and stuff. I can literally sit right here in my living room, pull on some glasses, and then turn them on. And then, oh, damn, there's an avatar right in front of me. What's up, guy? Hmm. And it's like, shit, that, that's going to be our own world. And then I'm figuring out, like, the the, the software that we're using right now, because we created our Doobie coin, you know, because I'm in the cannabis industry, bro. So, like, this was the no-brainer for me to sell cannabis without uh, uh, cross uh, sell cannabis cross borders legit and it's like sell it through the NFTs. You can buy this OG Kush, you know, uh, a strain uh, and if you just buy the NFT and when you're ready to, to burn it, that's when you can have your actual product. And then in order to do that, you got to be in the legal states, blah, blah, blah. And you can do all this on, on, the, on the smart contract connected to the blockchain and it's literally just driving our, our currency up. So literally where our currency is going to be accepted anywhere in the world. Target, that's my goal. I want to go and Target and use the Doobie coin to buy some candles, buy a restroom. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the American dream, man. You want to use your own Doobie coin to buy stuff at Target. <laughs> that's great. Well, it's fascinating that you used, uh, when you were in prison, there was this, like you had your own currency because this is what mattered, like a $100 bill, useless. What am I going to do with that? But I got stamps. I can mail a letter to my family, and mm -hmm. and that's a, that's an analogy I've not yet heard about. You know, an, another form of currency that's kind of outside of you know the centralized fiat dollar bills and that sort of thing. And so, that, oh yeah, yeah, that's it's it's literally like fifteen stamps equal five dollars. Wow. So and and they're called books. Each each fifteen stamps was a book. So 30 books was a hundred dollars. Like we had it all down. Like wow. it's literally like your cash in your pocket. Like I will walk around with a hundred dollars worth of stamps thinking I'm a baller. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Right. Why not? And so, and so talk to us a little bit about, um, so for those, those that are listening to this episode and they're interested in learning more about you or about NFTs, uh, where do they go? Where, where can we, where can we send them to, to engage with you? At um, uh, CryptoKingdom.world. Yeah, just uh, type it in there. Uh, that's our website. It has all our pages and stuff for the crypto game. And like, you know, we have a free group to where, you know, if you just want to learn crypto or want to learn what to buy or like, you know, what everybody's doing, we're just pretty much reporting the news per se, you know? Yeah. We have a, we have a messenger group that's more, uh, more, you know, more private for the person that wants to really, you know, on the everyday, because man, we're in there every day. Projects are happening. NFT projects are being made. Like just the people in the group are a bunch of solid people. And how that started was, you know, kind of strategically pick the certain people that already was been watching that they're already on this, like for the last 10 years and like literally played the, built the machine on it and was like commenting, supporting everything, giving back, hey, bro, I can make you a funnel for what you're trying to do. So you don't got to worry about that, you know, whatever. And and then next thing I know, like, hey, man, can I add you in this group, you know, if anybody got any questions, I know you're a bad ass at this, you know, you mind, you know, just sharing. 
And then boom, that's where it started. And then like literally I'm seeing people like literally generally getting help and like making money and getting their own projects. That's where I really able to do their own projects because that's what I really, that's what I'm really into. Like I want to, let's build our own, you know? Awesome. So that's CryptoKingdom.world, yeah. right? Dot world, yeah. Crypto and then Kingdom. just Crypto Kingdom. And then oh, you can find me on Facebook, Joe D. Garrett's everywhere, all over social media. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Joe Guerra, thanks so much for being on here. Really, really appreciate you coming and sharing your story and kind of getting deep on all the things that you learned in the most unconventional, non-traditional way possible. I really appreciate that. Hey, if somebody can learn through it, that, that's all that matters, bro. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, everybody has their own way of learning stuff. So yep. that's just how it rolls. You know what I mean? Yep, you got it. So, well, hey, we're going to wrap up from here. Thanks so much again to Joe Guerra for joining us. Uh, if you're interested in engaging, learning more about crypto and NFTs, you can go to CryptoKingdom.world. Also, if you're a busy entrepreneur looking to get to the next level, head over to thedozone.com for more productivity tips, tools, and strategies. You can also join our Facebook group of the same name. Until next time, remember, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at The Do Zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into The Do Zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? Go do something already. See you next time.